Ideally. And there are a lot of crimes uh, these days around the world. If you look at town, they would be smart, they would be uh, they would be running out, but once you go and open the door within town, you find that first cheers within town. Yes, sir. How can yes, you sir. how can you turn that from the cheers to the smile? <laughs> <laughs> you pull the stories out of me. Um and that's what I do because because I'm a coach, so that is what I do. That's, that's the problem I have. I ain't even mad with you. Well, I end up being stationed in Germany. I've been in the army at that time, probably about uh, fourteen years. Um, I work. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to marketing training with the ATSJR company. Today we are doing content marketing for the beginner. What you just watched was an example of content marketing. Interviews are content marketing. How are they content marketing? Let me ask you, anyone answer this question. How, how are interviews content marketing? Well, I'll take a shot at that. Is that because during the interview, you're giving information about yourself, your story, um, your brand, people are seeing you, uh, knowing what it is you're about. Um, so is it the content the interviewer is eliciting from you uh, information that the listening audience can then use to make a determination whether they're going to buy from you, follow you, seek out your services and products. That is perfect, Ms. Pam. Yes, ma'am. That is definitely how, that is how uh, interviews are examples of content marketing. Thank you very much for your answer. Anyone else, does anyone else have an answer on how interviews can be content marketing? Anthony Lee, you can go ahead. Okay. Anyone else? Uh, let's go with yes. Robin. If you're okay, go ahead. Um, I, I would say content marketing with an interview is that the interview is actually giving you your own personal content to market. Because an interview, when you're being interviewed, you're pretty much being asked almost like personal or professional questions according to you, your company, your business, your story. Where, where your success has been, where your failures been, how you get to where you are, what did you have to do to get there, and that is content for you to market on your own personal platform. That was awesome. Thank you very much. There, there was a lot that you said there. So what I'm going to do is ask Mr. Antonio T. Smith Jr. if he can break down the things that you just said because you had a lot in there that you said. So, Mr. Smith. Yes, there are a lot of things about content marketing, many things that we're going to cover on this phone call. Something, uh, Brian said a lot of notable things, and the most that he said was content marketing allows you to be selfish, and I really want you all to understand that, that during an interview or when you're in a video, let's, let's keep it in an interview setting, 
you are allowed to be selfish and the interviewer wants you to be selfish as well. Now, sometimes the selfishness works out for you and sometimes it doesn't. I'll give you some examples. All the interviewers are going to have the name across your screen. They're going to have, how can you contact me? And Gary Vee, can you tell us how you did this? And all that great stuff. And then sometimes the selfishness is the R. Kelly. R. Kelly, let's talk selfishly about you. Did you rape those girls? But either way, what is content marketing always allows you, as far as when it comes to interviews, excuse me, always allows you to be very selfish and promote your brand. If you have a good brand, fantastic. If you've gotten to some trouble recently, fantastic for the interviewer, not for you. There you go. Thank you, Mr. Smith, for breaking that down for us. We are going to go ahead and move into today's lesson. Today we are discussing several different types of content marketing. And I want to begin with I want to begin with print magazines. Print magazines are a form of content marketing. My first question is, who can give me an example of your favorite magazines and how how does that content and how how that content content marketing attract you? I like Essence because I am an African-American female and Essence <coughs> gears their uh, magazines towards African-American females. It can be for everybody, but the main target, I believe their main audience would be African-American females. And it keeps me up to date on everything, all things entertainment. Okay, Grace, thank you very much for that. Who else? Who else can give me the the name of a magazine that you enjoy watching and, and how that content marketing attracts you? Deanna, um, I like Success Magazine and because it's about businessmen, I, I enjoy reading about what they did or their journey to become successful and um, how they build their brand and their wealth. <laughs> I actually have a subscription to Success Magazine myself, so I do understand. <laughs> Jerome, Jerome, Jerome. <laughs> I'm driving, so I shouldn't be trying to talk to you guys. Okay? <laughs> I'm not as I'm not as good as the rest of them. <laughs> No worries. I just wanted to let you know that Antonio played your interview this morning with Farouk, and we actually used that. Yes. Congratulations on that. And we, we're discussing... <laughs> Today we're discussing content marketing for the beginner, and we actually discussed how interviews are an example of content marketing. So thank you okay. very much for adding adding value to our lesson today. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> so the question that I posed to everyone this morning. So with content marketing and magazines, who else can give me the name of a major magazine and how that content marketing actually drew you in. Yeah, I can. Uh, GQ. 
GQ drew me in because they always had items that I couldn't afford. And it always made me want to be able to be able to afford those items. Okay. Okay. So Re Pastor Reverend Brian A. Johnson, <laughs> yet again, you have, you have dropped some nuggets for us. So I'm going to ask Mr. Antonio T. Smith Jr. if he can elaborate on, on some of the things that you just said. Well, he's doing it again. He, he explained how print magazine uses content marketing. Let me show you what you can't get. Mm. Mm. Please, let me show you the lifestyle of the rich and famous. Because we all believe in the back of our heads, one day we will be rich. Yes, that's it. We all believe. That's it, sir. One that's day there will be us, yes. One day we will be Denzel. And we have this hope. We, all of you right now, whether you want to admit it or not, you have your perfect life planned out and the things you'll buy if you get to a million dollars, a $10 million. Some of y'all went so far to went, went on the website to research the island. You said, you know what, when I get famous, I'm going to date this person. I right? did all that stuff. And that's what the magazines do. And they keep you coming back because the content market there is, let me put this character in front of your nose that you'll never reach. It's addicting. It's addicting. It's, yeah. it's, it's a form of addiction. And it's perfect. So he's dropping knowledge again. That is a fantastic way to do content marketing. And it happens today in the digital world, but we'll wait until we get to the digital world as well. I'll, I won't go ahead. I will follow instructions. Thank you very much, Mr. Smith. There are millions of magazines out there. So who else? Who else has a magazine? I know me personally, personally, I like the home design type magazines because when it comes to my future home, I like looking at them and picking out, ooh, I love this kitchen. There it is again, the future home. Let me show you this house you can't afford. Mm. And let me show you with all these decorations inside of it that you can't afford. But I'm a decorated in a manner that makes you visualize yourself in this place. Yeah. That is good. Yeah. There's content marketing on the finest. Let me show you again how you should be here. Mm. Now spend money because we're the only option for you to get here. Mm. Did y'all hear what I said? Go <laughs> okay, so, ahead. Have your way. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Smith, yet again. Ladies and gentlemen, give me examples of, you've told me your favorite magazines and why you like them. Antonio has also broken down to us how they are effective, but in your words, tell, give me examples of how print magazines are effective in content marketing. So I'll, I'll jump in. I'll, I'll jump in. I was looking for someone to say Jet Magazine. Oh, wow. I was looking for it to come from a man, though. Because that's men, though, on page 40. <laughs> come on now. I'm, let me let me talk to my man just for a second. All right, then. Watch yourself over there. You're talking about the beauty you know of the week. You're talking about. Come on, man. Beauty of the week. Thank you very much. Jet Beauty of the week on page 40. We knew it. 
same page. Yeah, we go straight to it. <laughs> we come on now. That's, that's the only page we want to see. We don't even want to see the right. We want to see that page. Waiting on somebody to say that. Waiting on somebody to say that. But I'm going to tell you why, though. Two days ago, the publisher of Jet Magazine just filed for bankruptcy. Whoa. Happened mm-hmm. two days ago. Two. As in 48 hours from this recording. That just happened. That just happened. Although print magazine is a great way to content market, you need to be in tune with how to keep your print magazine relevant today. Okay. Can I ask a question? No. Sure. And, and I think I may jump ahead, but is it they had to file bankruptcy because digital marketing killed all their print marketing? Like, you don't get just one beauty of the week on digital on social media. You get a Facebook page full of them. And that's going to kill me going to go buy Jet Magazine and just see one. And I can log on Facebook and see 12. What are you talking? <laughs> I want you to think of print magazine as a refrigerator space in a store. And let's go, since you're all familiar with Walmart, mm-hmm. even if you're not in the country, you're familiar with Walmart. Walmart, make sure you're familiar with Walmart. <laughs> Walmart has so much refrigerated space. I don't think if y'all, yeah, I may not actually think about this, but the produce market, they fight for the refrigerated space of stores. You only put so much refrigerated, so much in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Only so much. It's thousands of brands of ice cream. Many of them never make it to Walmart's refrigerator. Essentially, they're out of business. There's lots. There are tons of cold coffee. Which one is in Walmart's refrigerator? Starbucks. Starbucks. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I want you to think of print magazine space as Walmart's refrigerator space. This is where you want to be, but we ain't got that much space. That's what Brian's talking about. It's only one Jet View of the Week, page 40. Hop open any social media. You got a whole timeline of page 40 for free. Mm-hmm. No subscription. Mm-hmm. Can cancel any time. I ain't got to get caught and get into an argument with having all these magazines <laughs> under your mattress. <laughs> and don't have to leave them there and get, because you know, because magazine, magazines cost clutter. Remember, Mm-hmm. Y'all, you may not remember this, but Denise Hill, she old. Uh, what's my <laughs> I just want to see if you're going to take up for it. <laughs> All right, now, you get cursed out, sir. If you get cursed out, I ain't got nothing to do with that. Denise Hill knows this here. We used to get the magazines and spread them across the table. That was decoration. Yeah. You needed to know we had this month's edition. And you wouldn't nobody, Pam Dorn, if your edition was old unless you had the whole collection. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And what Brian pointed out again. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. 
With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And brilliance. <coughs> what do you point out again in brilliance? It's real simple. It's just that I got all this facial hair <laughs> to say how you did. Yeah, yeah, you was, you was in. You was in. You know what else we used to do like that? DVD collection. No, actually, let me, I'm going. I skipped over. I skipped over. I'm sorry. I skipped over that cassette collection. Yeah, that's it. We ain't that. Then that CD collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That VHS collection. Okay. Or if you didn't have Sis Ass One and Two, <laughs> man, you could be getting no. Go on out of here. Go on out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you didn't have One and Two, no. Rush Hour One, Two, and Three. Okay. It was incomplete. Ebony and Jet on the cocktail table. Ebony and Jet. Who <laughs> said that? That's it. <laughs> That's it. Ebony and Jet on the cocktail table. And then when you went to the doctor's office, it better had National Geographic on there. This ain't no real doctor's office. Wait, and it has to be right? Yeah. Come on. You should sit there and to wait your time, pick up one of these National Geographic. All right. All that to say this one simple statement. There's only so much. So much. There's only so much cocktail space. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it's only so much. It's only so much refrigerated space. Social media does. So let's read the reason why they went out of business. And I'll post a link for you. They said, word for word, in announcing the Chapter 7 bankruptcy petition, the company said it was, quote, caught in a tidal wave of marketplace changes and business issues, which despite exhaustive efforts, could not overcome. That's what they put in the filing. And there's the link for you to go see it yourself. Deanna? This, so I have a question for you, Antonio. Does this mean that in the process of everything transitioning, how it's been transitioning as far as marketing and internet marketing and content marketing goes, would that be a good example of like several examples that Tempest has given us in regards to the company not following the marketing traits and actually losing because they didn't catch on fast enough? Absolutely. Absolutely, but then I got to push that further now because that was such an advanced question. You are just like these companies going out of business. You know, I know why. Because I bet you, you're not advertising on Facebook or social media. I bet if I poll the audience, you're not doing it. You're still on Google Ads and stuff, which is cool. Good to hear for you. But I bet you that I can get to a percentage of about 90% of you not advertising on paid advertising on Facebook, social media. You know why that's a problem? Because it too is about to change. Right now, it's still underpriced, Pam Norris. But Coca-Cola got a problem with that. Here's what's getting ready to happen next. Brian Johnson, all those big TV brands, they come into social media. And once that happens, brands are going to take over, and it's going to be all about brand marketing. It's all on people on your Facebook page about brand marketing. They're coming back. 
They're coming back to give you some brand marketing advice. Get ready for them. Get ready for them, Denise. They're about to fill your timeline up. It's all about to be brand marketing. You know why brand marketing is about to take off so much? You can brand, you can, you can thank Donald Trump for that. You can thank Donald Trump that brand marketing is going to take off so much. It's an unintended side effect of what Donald Trump is doing. Fantastic business that he just didn't do on purpose. Fake news. The phrase fake news has been said so much that, you know what? We don't know what to click on to trust no more, fan noise. But we trust brands, don't we? You don't go to the store and buy a cinnamon You buy Tylenol. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Just a brand. Mm-hmm. All these Tylenols just start doing Facebook ads. And when all these brands come, it's going to cost you more. It's going to cost John Nowinski more. Because you didn't take advantage now. By my calculations, you got a year and a half window. You got a year and a half. And after that, the internet and these social social ads, they're not gonna be the same no more. You can already see that on Instagram. If you pay attention to Instagram ads, they are top quality, serious ads. But you ain't seen Netflix do an ad on social media. Well, you know, and Netflix did ads. But you haven't seen ABC. You haven't seen ABC promote their standalone app. Give it a year and a half. The mere fact that a television station even has a standalone app tells you that they already prepping for change, already got the change. Denise mentioned something like that two weeks, or I don't know, maybe, maybe a month ago. They dropped the Beyonce trailer. Sure did. Sure did. Netflix dropped that Beyonce trailer right on this. No announcement. You are the publishing company, the print company going out of business. Because you got in your head, let me take this, let me not take this risk. That that's not that marketing don't work for me or whatever whatever you're thinking in your head. In a year a year and a half, no more than three, you're gonna go out of business. Because you didn't take you didn't take advantage of underpriced ads. It's far better to market yourself out of business than to actually go out of business. Okay. If you market yourself out of business, you'll never be out of business. If you don't market, you're going to go out of business. Everything's changed. All right, I think you covered print ads pretty good. Okay. How many of these you got? I have a total of 40. All right, let's go. Let's see how many we can. The second type of content marketing is social media, specifically Snapchat. Can anyone give me an idea of your favorite company that you've seen on Snapchat and how their content marketing on Snapchat has attracted you to them? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, we got the, a nice little crowd here. Check this. Denise Hill might know because she has to stay relevant. All right. Tempest, just posted something. See if she can talk about it. That's pretty clever. 
Okay. Okay, so boss lady, Tempest, if you can give us more detail on the Lion King filter and how Snapchat used that content marketing to draw you in. Um, it was a while. So let me back up and say what Snapchat does well is partner with brands to advertise their brand while you're taking a a picture with a filter. Um, so I've seen the Lion King. I've seen, um, I think Budweiser during the Super Bowl. I've seen Harry Potter. I've seen Harry Potter. I've seen Harry Potter. Um, I'm, I don't know. I've seen a lot of brands. There's normally a brand a day or something like that. And it's only the first filter you open up Snapchat. Um, so it makes it makes it more relevant. So my mom and I went to New York and while we were in New York, they have what is called geo, geo snap filters. And it was all like New York stuff. So it made it even more cooler to take pictures with Snapchat while we were in New York. So I don't use Snapchat the way everybody else does. I just use it for the filters, but it works well for me. That's all. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, boss lady, Ms. Tempest. <laughs> if, if everyone would notice, uh, Antonio put in the chat 24 creative Snapchat campaigns for brands, and he put the link in there as well. Tempest said a lot. She did. I need to break it down. It was what she just said. She yeah. said a whole lot. So what I'm going to do is let the master of marketing, Mr. Antonio Pisma Jr., yes, the Lion King comes out uh, comes out July 19th. I just want to make sure everybody knows that. It's July 19th? Yeah, it's the day before Mr. Antonio T. Jr.'s birthday. Nice. Let me see how much old me push-ups. for my birthday. All right. Tiffany said, yes, you worried about that, Tiffany. It's my birthday. Consider your birthday July 30th, right behind mine. Right behind mine. 20th and the 30th. Yes, 20th and the 30th. Now, she's a bullheaded Leo. Hey, hey. I'm a hey. nice guy. He's a Leo too. All right, never mind. Let me stay out of that. Let me stay out of that. Let me stay out of that. I apologize. I jollify. Tiffany says so much. Two things I highlight. Well, three things I highlight. Partnered with brands, major companies, filters, geo filters. These are the three things that she, she said plenty I could break down, but we're just going to. First off, is your company partnering with other companies to bring value to customers? Who can Ice Buddy partner with? Now, there's two types of value. If you if you if you want to know before I finish, I want you to write down these two types of value. Number one, well, not in no particular order, but number one, education. Number two, entertainment. <laughs> Today's Snapchat sponsor is Wayfair. Hmm. Today's Snapchat sponsor is Wayfair. See that? 
Now, I want you to think about this for a second. Education or entertainment? People either want to learn enough, like Phyllis or Phil and Susan, to dominate their realities, or be entertained to escape their realities. Chantel, your customers want you to teach them or distract them. Y'all ain't hear me. Yeah. And sometimes it's your job to do both. That must be the classroom. But man, I'm, I'm, t- I'm trying to tell you yeah. something. I said plenty. I know. Say it on the mic. <laughs> Say it on the mic, Brian. Say it on the mic. You finna go to this mic. I'm saying plenty. I'm finna come back to Chantel too because she's in poised position for this. Yeah, Netflix. Somebody just stop, stop, stop. Put it out there. Netflix. Doesn't, or they do hey, education. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Tell us what we said. Do you realize what you just said? You just literally. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna tell you how I. I Cut the camera on for me. Cut the camera on for me. Okay, okay. Got I want to see that section. Let me face. tell you how. <clears throat> let me, yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, here's what you just said. Here's what I just received. What you just said. You said education, entertainment, right? You just told me that the church, which is supposed to be education, is only entertaining. The church was well, supposed to educate you about, about, you know what I'm saying, getting better or growing or Managing money or whatever, they're only entertaining you to take. Okay, okay, I'm gonna stop. Well, but a better way, but let's go for the best strategy. The best strategy is for you to know that the mega churches master entertainment surrounded by education. By education. Oh, that was dope. That's the best way for you to process this information. The mega churches put medicine. And a bunch of candy around medicine. Your your church. Here's this medicine. Boom. Take that. That's effective for people who like to be force fed. That's like twelve people on planet Earth. Ain't that many? Okay, okay, move forward. Like okay, okay, okay. Y'all shouldn't even brought that up. Move <laughs> forward. All right, move forward. <laughs> now, you got a question? Let me let me let me hit Chantel. Is, is it right here in this area? Okay, let's go. Netflix does this perfectly. They give you not only entertainment but education at the same time. You can find both education and entertainment on their platforms. You can find like planet they have one in their netflix original where they actually teach you about the planet about different animals and then so you can turn around and watch a billy bob thornton movie to entertain yourself now tempest is put in chat netflix netflix is releasing both Brene brown of course y'all know who that is if you don't one of her great darren great is uh-huh. it's yeah it's a classic it's yeah anyway and Beyonce on April 19th. She says, educate me and entertain me. Now watch this here. This is more for, this is more information for, let's go with John Calloway. 
and the day. Well, let's do it this way. If you remember, Netflix started off with entertainment. Then they went to the educational. Antonio Smith started off with education. Then he went to the entertainment. They don't do it. They give access to it, which is which is exactly. I mean, it's a bit technical, but yeah, it's exactly. They use others to give access to it, but that's but but Netflix is getting out of that and doing Netflix originals. I mean, there's a reason why they're doing that too, but. Well, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why you got your Hulu originals, your Netflix originals, all that stuff. Now, I'm telling y'all, I've been saying it for a year now. YouTube is about to start doing YouTube originals. I don't care what nobody's saying. They got way too many subscribers, way too many users and content creators. They're going to start doing YouTube originals, but you're going to start seeing A-list celebrities in movies. Simply just tell what they do already. There you go. So there it is. I didn't even know. I ain't even know. Now, the reason you see all these Netflix originals and stuff is because now with the streaming platforms available, now you have to keep people by having them subscribe to their favorite thing, mm-hmm. like Orange is a New Black. Yeah. You can't just keep them subscribed with other people's content. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, Chantel, <clears throat> I want to highlight Chantel. Two ways to add value. If you're on a radio station, it's entertainment. Mm-hmm. Unless you're doing an educational piece. Right? right. But which, which dominates the station? <clears throat> More than likely entertainment, unless it's an educational radio. Chantel, have some of your audience, I'll just say some, wants to be taught how to be like you. Some of your audience, Chantel, want to be taught how to be like you. Some of your audience just want to see how pretty you are, where you're going that they can't have access to. Mm-hmm. Some of your audience just want to see you catch a private jet. How many remember the movie? It's actually one of my favorite movies, too. Queen Latifah, Last Holiday. Oh, that was good. Last Holiday. Yeah. Regular woman, the blue, all that money. Wasn't that fun to watch? That was fun to watch. If you seen it, that was real fun. Girl, you better blow that money. (laughs) (laughs) Great movie, right? I'm telling you, it was one of my. It's it's actually to this day, it is one of my favorite movies. You you better blow that money, and then when she gets to live, I had two different reactions. Like, oh, okay, yes. Damn, you should have blew the rest of that money. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it's one of those movies you put on that just lets you escape your reality. Mm-hmm. Now you in Prague. You're in the great poot, poot, or whatever they were. Poop. That's what it was. Poop. You're having all that stuff. You're, it's summertime, but you can feel the snow all around her. Yeah. And you can't wait for the old governor, you know, get what he deserves, you know, or the, or the congressman, whatever he was. The point is, some stuff we watch to escape. Yeah. yeah. Some stuff we watch to be educated. And in your audience, there's two. 
This one said Greenleaf. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that one alone. I'm gonna leave that one alone. But it's entertaining, ain't it? Yes, it is. It's also educational, ain't it? Okay. So, all right. <laughs> if you can mix the two, you're doing great. If sometimes you don't have to mix the two, just don't be boring. Mm. Remember that. A boring interview is a non-watched interview. Two ways great. Two ways to add value: entertainment or education. Period. <laughs> point blank. Got me. Mm-hmm. All right. Go ahead, Chantel. Oh, cool. Okay. I was like a new update. Um, I have a hard time. You just hit me when you said a little bit earlier. You said I got the education before I started entertaining. And that is so me. Like I even asked Tempest a while ago. I remember I was like, wow. I was like, why haven't I started this? And she was like, because you've been entertained. And I'm like, oh, I sure have been entertained. And it's so weird to like have all this knowledge, have so much knowledge, know exactly what to do, and then kind of like do it. And it's like, it sounds crazy, but it's like kind of like playing basketball or teaching. It's like you learn, but you don't, you don't, until you get out on the field, you don't really, it's like, you know what I'm saying? You just take what you have and you have the knowledge and all of this out there. I'm like, what is, why? What, why does that feel like difficult or something? Yeah, I can dig it. <laughs> I can dig it. They have all this information. You say, just do it. Yeah, sure. no, I can dig it. I'm not mad at y'all. Do you Thank you, Antonio, for everything you said. Thank you, Tempest, for your breakdown of Snapchat for us. Thank you, Chantel, for what you said. Is, is there... Oh. No, I'm, sorry. oh. I'm sorry. You just reminded me I didn't finish. <laughs> One, okay. The second thing she said was, did I say the filters? What did I say? Said huh? That was the third thing. The third thing is geo filters. Partners and then filters. And, okay. Now they have a, she, she, when she mentions I use Snapchat differently, she uses it for the filters. Okay. Tempest uses it to put up the filters. She taught me this. She go over there and get a Snapchat filter, then she put it on some other media. Or just play around with it on the phone. You know, the little bunny ears over here, you know. Little, yeah, the same stuff. Yeah, yeah. They, you get it. But Snapchat is very relevant for them because they nobody beats Snapchat filters. No one's beating Snapchat filters. No one is beating Snapchat filters. Do you understand what I'm saying? And Snapchat is keeping itself relevant because if you want to look good or have fun, you better bring yourself over here. Yeah. Now, you can go over there after you take our stuff because everybody know where you got it from. You get it? Mm-hmm. We all know you came over here to go get it, which keeps us relevant. So please share us over there. My question to you is, do you have a product or a feature that people can come to you just to go look good over there? Chantel mm-hmm. got it. <laughs> Do, do you have a product or a feature that makes people come to you just so they go look good over there? I'm a, 
Would you like to know mine? I let you reteach my stuff. Hey, I got an interview on this. Man, let me listen to this ATS class real quick. And as soon as you get on that interview, boom, you knock it all out, right? <laughs> boom, let me do that there. I, I designed it that way. I understood that if I could make you look good in your own life, I'm going to stay relevant. Mm. Yeah, I just said a whole lot, y'all. Mm-hmm. I just said a whole lot. Remember, Tempest talks about a social currency. But my job is to make you look good. You look like a star. And take the credit. Go ahead. Take the credit. Take all that credit to build your company. You got to give me credit. Just come back and get to know. You understand? Because they ain't stealing. I'm telling you, girls all over there look good. Here, take this one with you. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The next third thing she said was geo filters. Now, <clears throat> a geo tag is when you post a picture and it actually shows your location. So you might want to cut that off on your phone. Okay. If y'all keep taking selfies inside the house, it'll stop and confine you. What Tempest was talking about was a geo filter. That means when you walked in a certain spot, in New York, she went to filters and it were New York specific filters. You couldn't get nowhere else unless you were standing there. Like Pokemon Go. You couldn't get that Pokemon unless you went, ran out in the street. You got that one. Got, got Digimon right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Geo filters. Does your product offer people different features or benefits? Because they're in different cities. Give me? Mm-hmm. I'm working on that. I just ain't, I got some ideas and I've got some stuff in prototype. I want people to use me and get the same experience, but then because you done went here, you get a special experience. Okay. Now you can go ahead. Break that down. 10% of the whole. Thank you both for breaking for thank you Tempest for bringing that up and thank you Antonio for breaking that down because that yeah <laughs> the next type of content marketing is a produced video or a video in general so I want someone to tell me a video that you saw that was content marketing that drew you into a to a specific brand. I'll start this one off. Okay. No one does video content, more, in my opinion, no one does it better than comedians. Mm. Nobody. 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 I'll give you a few examples. You got the comedians that just do the funny stuff on Facebook, Vine, someone blew up on Vine, they do that. This stuff, they can tell a whole 90 minute movie in six seconds. I can't get you to break your story down in three minutes. <laughs> they tell a whole 90 minute movie in six seconds. But then if you go follow Kevin Hart, 
or Dwayne and Rock Johnson or something like that. Mm-hmm. You will learn about if you in fact if you if you go there right now, Jumanji comes out in December. Anybody knew that? Jumanji two comes out in December. Anybody knew that? Watch this here. They just wrapped up the last day of shooting in Atlanta last Friday. Well, how do you know that, Tony? You're smart. Nope. I got Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart set to see first. I'm saying something, Tempest. I know about Jumanji from an insider perspective. It'll come out to Christmas. As of this recording, this is April. That is incredible content marketing. You know why? Because I feel like at this point, I better go see this movie. Because he ain't have to show me all that. I know about Hobbs Hobbs and Shaw. And Idris Elba is in it as the greatest bad guy of all time. What did I say greatest bad guy of all time? The Rock said it. I'm serious. That's con- you, do you know how you sign a movie deal with Sony? They give you your salary. And then you sit there and say, but now I need to pay me for social media. I'm going to secure hundreds of million dollars extra just for my social media. Give me my salary and I give you this social media bonus. And it needs to be more than my salary. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's that's how things are now. I hope y'all catching that. Okay, I started it off. The question was, who is putting out videos as great content marketing that you enjoy? I say comedians and movie stars. Okay. And Will Smith. Yeah. Now, take one again. <coughs> Red Table Talk. I'm taking some people's stuff. Okay. Not- hey, Doc? Okay. Okay, Shannon. Okay. I know. I don't know if anybody else has caught this. Will, you mentioned Will Smith. Will Smith does amazing content marketing, but with him doing his bucket list, he's now marketing for other people, other places. He's marketing those who have never thought about jumping out of a plane before. He he marketed that. So whatever company he used for that, I'm sure they got an influx of, of customers. The locations that he's been, some people may not have ever thought of that. So I know they probably got an influx of visitors. Your video marketing, if you partner, if you do the, as Antonio mentioned earlier, partnerships and Tempest. If you partner correctly, not only can you blow up your business, but you can also add value to someone else's business as well. And Antonio actually mentioned that earlier too. Who else has seen video marketing that drew you in and brought and brought attention to a different company that you had never known about before? <clears throat> it's a guy that you'll see on YouTube or sometimes Facebook, well, mostly YouTube. Um, I got him. I got him set to see first. His name is Eddie B, and he's he's a comedian, but he's a teacher also. He's a middle school teacher, 
and what he does is say in comedy what's on teachers' minds. And he goes on tour just for teachers because he knows what teachers go through and how they need a break and how they just need an outlet. And he does all of that. And when I found out about him, I, every every time we go to work, every day we go to work, I, I had my coworkers, man, did you see that enemy comedy? Or I, I'd share with them or they share with me. But he does he does it all the time. I just saw one the other day. He says, what teachers really think during, and then whatever situation he's talking about, during testing time, when it's almost time for summer break. When it's you know when it's time for Christmas break stuff like that, so he that that he does really well. Thank you very much for for bringing that up to us, Grace. Who else who who else has seen videos like that that relates to what you're doing or what you used to do, but it adds it adds value to you because again it's relatable. So who else can who else can bring, can give me an example of video marketing for content marketing that has ha caught your attention? Hey, nobody. You, you ain't gonna learn. All right, we're gonna move on. Some content marketing. Can y'all hear me? Yes. yes. Okay, sweet. Some content marketing that caught me here recently was how T.D. Jakes' team marketed after the big conference he just did with Keon, uh, Keon Henderson. He literally utilized Keon's message and promoted him while promoting T.D. Jakes' ministry. And that really caught my attention because when I first seen it, I was so used to T.D. Jakes using his own pictures, his own messages. But when he started using Keon, it made me go find out where was Keon at when he did that, and he was at T.D. Jakes' church. Okay, so that's a great example of partnering. Instead of him always using his face, he used the face of someone else, which also added value and brought more audience to that particular person. Who, who else? I have a comment. I don't know if it really is that relevant or not, but um, video testimonials for me are powerful because it speaks to what uh, they're promoting and it also speaks to themselves. So if you, for example, decide to do a testimonial for the ATS University, then you're promoting the university, but you're also promoting yourself. And so when I watch testimonials and I see them promoting someone, I'm always drawn into that because I want to see what they really have to say and how legitimate it sounds or it's just promotion. You know what I'm saying? The more genuine it is, the more I'm drawn into that. She was asking me if I'd like to address that one. That's the fastest. If video, if face-to-face, -face, Conversation is the fastest way to build trust. The way you simulate that online is video. But if you talk about yourself, you're not fake. If someone else talks about you, you're building trust now because it's got to be real. They ain't got a reason to lie, especially if it's genuine. So now you're building trust on top of trust by letting someone else talk about you. This is why if you go to my website, you're not going to see me saying hi. Antonio Smith, I'm a pretty cool guy. 
You're not going to see that. You're going to see other people saying stuff because I understand this psychology sales. In fact, let me let me throw this back to Daryl real quick because he actually brought up psychology of sales either yesterday or the day before. Daryl, break down to us in your own way what the psychology of sales would be so I can come back. Well, simply put, it's just basically putting in the mind of someone what you want them to believe or understand by dropping little bits of knowledge at a time. An example of that would be if I wanted to point them toward uh, the ATS University for education, I would initially just start talking about education. Uh, but prior to that, I would just start inquiring, uh, asking questions. So I'd start the dialogue with asking questions and then dropping a little piece of information leading them. So the psychology of sales is dropping information, pointing them to where I want them to be without saying I want them to do X, Y, Z. Now, I use all my content to do what he just said. All of it. Every bit of it. And I'm going to take the time to show you what Kevin Hart just did. And I clicked that link that Tipper said that YouTube originals. Thank you for showing me this. Does it look like I got me a new addiction? I want to show you something because I just happened to get distracted by Facebook while Daryl was talking. But, you know, Facebook does its Facebook does its job. And look, here's Kevin Hart. Here's Kevin Hart right here. Okay? Now, I want you, this is his Laugh Out Loud Network. It's on the, it's the YouTube original. He's got it on there. Plus, he got his own app and stuff. What the fit? Okay? Now, let's see. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Is it happening? Is it over? Now I want to show you something real quick. Man, I'm looking at people's faces right now. Y'all laughing because that was funny. Now let's push play again. That's a 15 second video, y'all. 15 seconds. Now indulge me for a second. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven. Let's count the leakers. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight word caption. Fifteen seconds. Twenty-eight words. Eighty likes. Ten comments. Now I'm gonna blow it up and see if it got more just for me talking. Look, just for me talking, 10 more just happened. And one comment, eight shares. This 90 different unique households. But not just that, how many people you think just went to go say, full episode? Man, let me check it out real quick, man. And then they click over here, and they say, I got time today. I'm going to check them out. I got time. 14 minutes. He is in the car, 14 minutes, executive producer. 
And then he turn around and you go, man, the Laugh Out Loud Network, which I'm already subscribed to because I'm taking notes. You get what I'm saying? And you go, man, I got to buy that. Antonio Smith has. I have. I want you to think about that for a second. 15 seconds worth of content is going to make this man six figures today. And subscriptions. So, am, I, am I making sense? Do you have... Let me pick somebody real. Pastor Liddell. Yes, sir. If you get paid six figures for every 15 seconds you put out content, would you put out content? Yes, sir. I'm and now would you put out? Now, is it safe to say that every time you put out 15 seconds, you get six figures? You'd be happy, right? Yes, sir. Now, I need you to tap into the hustler in you, if you don't mind. I know you're yes, safe, but if you can get, <laughs> I know if you can get to the hustler just for a moment. All right. If it is consistent that every single time you drop one 15-second video to promote a 14-minute clip, you get six figures in subscriptions, would you do it every time? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Would you also do it more than once a week since you know it's guaranteed every time you do it, yes, you're going to get paid? Mm -hmm. Is it safe to say that you would do it every chance you get, every day if you could, so you can get that six feet. Right. Grace, if you don't mind, can you give me seven weeks, <coughs> six figures a day? That's 700,000 right now, right? Now, could you multiply that by 52? 700,000 times 52. That's 36.4 million. Pastor Liddell, is it safe to say that you would do the 15 seconds as much as you could. Yes. <laughs> and come up with all sorts of crazy shows. Mm -hmm. to get, and that's, them, you know, they, they subscribe to his, that, that's monthly. Right. That's monthly, y'all. Pastor Dad, do you mind $36 million a year? Most definitely, most definitely. So when they tell Kevin Hart to take a break, can you understand why he telling y'all, what? Mm -hmm. I get if I don't do it, I just lost six figures. Mm. Mm, that's the point I was trying to get to. Yeah. At this point, if I don't do a podcast, I'm losing money. Mm. Thank you, thank you, Pastor. I sure appreciate you. If I yes, don't sir. do a podcast, I'm losing money. Mm. That's content marketing. I got ten podcasts. I plan on monetizing all ten. Right. I want my podcast money <coughs> outweighing my company money. I'm trying to make a million dollars per podcast. Why not? Ain't no rules. You understand what I'm saying? Right on. Content. Thank you, sir. Yes, Content. That's why I follow comedians. They show that. It, it, it makes sense. Because more people want to escape their reality than get educated on how to get out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we want to escape. We don't want to 
put in the work and learn. This is why you got people like Phil or Les Brown that use his humor mm -hmm. to educate people. That's why they're so successful. Because the whole time they listen to Phil thinking they saved their reality, and then he hit them with something. Like, ooh, ooh, I just learned something. <laughs> Phil, let's, 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 let's hear from you. How effective has your humor been in speaking? Because that's content marketing. Mm -hmm. How how effective has that been for you over the last thirty years? Well, it's what differentiated me. You know, they, they mm. he's coming as a humor consultant, but also he has these little pearls of wisdom that he sneaks in there from time to time that he got based on what the client was looking for and what they wanted their their uh, audience to go do after I was done. You know, we say you don't have to yeah. use your program only if you want to get paid. <laughs> Y'all hear this brilliant? Mm -hmm. It differentiated him. He made sure you put nuggets of wisdom, and I mean, it was plenty of them, of what the company wanted him to say after that. And then he just said, you know, well, you got to buy it if you, unless, you, unless you want to get paid. Content marketing. Fitz been doing content marketing before the term existed. Pay attention, y'all. Come on, Deanna, go to the next one. The next type of content marketing? Ha! Ebooks. I'm going to start this one off myself. I have so many ebooks, it's not even funny. I have ebooks on marketing, ebooks on PR, ebooks on personal development, ebooks on I have Antonio. I have two out of the five books Antonio has written on e on as an ebook. To me, I like ebooks because some of them are short. They get straight to the point. They give you what you need. I have other ebooks because I can travel with them. Instead of having the physical book in my hand, I can take my ebook. And it's on my it's on my phone. I can pull it up, and what they've what they've even done is create an app that you can upload your ebook to that'll actually read it to you. So now you have an audio book when you didn't before. To me, that's great content marketing because I actually have an ebook that led me to in this ebook. The gentleman said something, and he and then he said, "You can find out more about this in this book. You can find out more about this in this book." So that particular content led you to to the other books that he had written. My question to you is who else has a, your favorite ebook that gave great content to a point where it drew you into more of that person's product? Has anyone ever downloaded an ebook from an email that you received? All right, we're going to move on to people who want to learn. All right, 10% in the chat. I have. Download hundreds. She's actually, she actually put in there, she's working on ebook. She's working on ebook. Somebody just said, I have. Who said I have? Don Calloway. I do it all the time. 
Uh, I've seen, uh, I've, I've downloaded, uh, you know, since I'm a big, big fan of Bob Proctor, I've downloaded uh, information on uh, Shopify, um, uh, other information. Uh, well, actually, learning how to do click funnels and 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 uh, e, e what what is it uh, uh, e commerce business um, business online. So I've been studying up all of these. So uh, yeah, I'm always uh, getting some email or something uh, interesting, you know, to learn what we're talking about right now. Uh, I've downloaded, you know, uh, many ebooks uh, because I, like I say, I'm being a trucker on the go. I can just pop right back to them and they're to the point. Show me exactly what it is, you know, that I want to see. And um, yeah, I, I do it all the time. There you go. Thank you, thank you, John Calloway, for for letting us know that. Um, Michelle G says she has several. Tempest says she's downloaded hundreds and she's actually working on an ebook. If you can, Tempest, can you um, unmute and let us know why you're working on an ebook? Uh, for lead magnet, for lead generation to build up my email list. Hey, Tempest, real quick, got a question. Hey, I may have an Where can one, okay, sweet, that'll work. Where can one find an ebook right now? Where can you find one? Mm hmm Um, I normally find mine on Facebook. Yeah, me too. Me too. Definitely on Facebook. Definitely on Facebook. Okay, appreciate you. Appreciate you. You can find them on Facebook. Anywhere. An ebook is simply depends. It can even be a PDF. It can be a PDF or it can be an EPUB. It's something short that gets you the information as fast as possible that people normally give away for free. Dow said, would you buy an ebook on how to properly do health meal prep to reverse diabetes? I can think of plenty of people that buy that ebook. Mm -hmm. Hey, Pam Norris is saying her head, yes. I'm thinking plenty of people that buy that ebook. Absolutely. So you just polled your audience. There you go. You just polled your audience, and that's a massive great response on that one. Yeah. Definitely. Because the goal, the goal of ebook is to be short and to get the information as fast as possible. You only have to write in full paragraphs. You can just be bullets and points. As long as you give me what I need. Mm -hmm. As long as you give me what I need, there's no problem there. Yeah. Thank you, Tempest. Thank you, Antonio. Daryl, uh, I'm ready for that ebook because I, trust me, again, just how Ms. Ham said Tony needs it, I would definitely give it to my dad. So, <laughs> but who else? Who else? Um, and Tempest, Tempest actually said a lot when she said why she why she was writing the ebook. She said for lead magnets to generate leads to build her email list. Antonio tells us all the time, you're, you own there's there's um, it's what is the the is it the product that you own 
you own your email database. If it's something you own, it's one of the ways you can become a millionaire. She's building her email database with an ebook because ebooks you email, so it, so you can use it to generate leads. You can create an ebook, post on Facebook. Hey, check out my new ebook. If you want, if you would like to download this ebook, here is how you get it. They have to put in their email address. There's several ways you can do it. It it's great marketing content. The next content marketing is voice response. It's a way to start a conversation with your brand. So Antonio, um, great example is Alexa, Amazon's Alexa, Siri. If someone can explain to me how Siri and Alexa has pulled you in and drawn you in with their with their marketing content. Come on, let me hear. So Tempest says her mom uses Alexa every day. <laughs> John just said it depends on what you're looking for. <clears throat> Explain. I think he got messed up, John. Well, I, I was just going to say oh, there you I, go. I, uh, the way Siri has pulled me in with the wife's iPad is when I'm just too damn lazy to type out the answer and I'll just press Siri and just ask my my answer. So I'm kind of looking far down the path of, you know, when somebody for my music stuff of being able to integrate into Alexa. So when somebody says they're looking for a band and they've signed up on the site that Siri says, here's suggestions and we're the number one list that you can go to to learn more about that band. So that's kind of how I use Siri. Thank you very much, John. Another example of another example of voice response for parents and grandparents. When you buy Leapfrog or the Leap Tablet, how it how it vocally guides the kids through each section. That's voice response. So now there's a way for kids to be taught as they grow. So that's, and that's why if you notice that a lot of new parents have the leap in, they have the leapfrog, they have the tablets, the leapfrog books. There's the marketing content. It, help, it helps you educate your children before you get them to such and such grade level. It even allows you to, to help them study at home. The next type of content marketing is an email newsletter. Who has subscribed to an email newsletter that has drawn you in and keeps you going on a consistent basis? I have.
good stuff. That's definitely something. Email is pretty good. And let, let me let me let me pause and just say this here real quick. I want all of you to look out at the current state of your business and ask yourself if you are doing any of the things that we are talking about. Now, if you are doing them, ask yourself if you're doing them to the point where you can make money, the type of money that you desire. If the answer is not yes to both of those, give some feedback on this call or we can't help you. It's, it's just that simple. You know what I'm saying? It's just that simple. And please know, please know, we're volunteering this information out here, okay? Now, move on to the next one. And let's see if something changes. Antonio? The next example. Oh. Mr. Calloway? Um, um, I, I'm listening to what you just said. Forgive me, sweetheart. I'll make it quick. Um, Not I it on purpose. I, I was, I was, if I, I haven't yet, because I'm in, I'm in the baby stages of all this. So as I'm watching everybody and what you're saying, I'm learning. Now I'm learning, but at the same time, I, you know how this, I'm not trying to wait till things are perfect, but I, I need your knowledge, you know, to get it off the ground because I haven't launched anything yet. I'm really, really in the baby stages. So a lot of times when you ask uh, something to me like that, I, I, I'm not prepared to <laughs> speak on it because I know I'm like really in the, in the beginning, beginning stages. Uh, uh, so everything that you're speaking on, I'm gathering that information, uh, building myself up to uh, making that, that launch, if I may say. And so I just wanted to throw that in there. I'm, I'm getting there, but I'm learning what you're teaching me so that uh, I can go ahead and get it all jumped off. And, and then I, you know, in the future, probably be able, you know, to speak even more on some of the questions that you ask as I get the experience, you know, and getting these things off the ground. No doubt. No doubt. Appreciate that. Appreciate that feedback. And Dave also said he had some lunch and tea. Yes. So that's feedback. Now we know how to shift and tailor the call. If it's two of you, there's a third. You know what I'm saying? The name of this class is Content for Beginners, going in freshman level. We're doing it as beginner as possible. But apparently, we need to do something like this here. So let me do this here. Who among you don't even know where to start at? I'd like to comment on that. I sure. I come up with things all the time. I mean, that's how my mind works. But when I sit down to start doing it, my comfort level in getting it out is very, very low. I mean, I'm just not, I shouldn't say even comfort is more confident level of putting the information out. So for example, can I write a cookbook uh, or a meal planning book? I could do it this afternoon. But I talk myself out of it because I'm like, how do I sell it? How do I do this? I don't feel like bugging everyone, you know, all this. That's what happens with me. Because 
around food and nutrition, I could pop out the content like that. But I don't, I simply don't have the confidence. It's kind of piggyback on piggybacking on what John just said. I just don't have the confidence to do it online. That's, that's pretty okay, that's fair. No, that's, that's fantastic feedback because what you said is a part two, not the same thing, but to what John C. just said. And then the question I asked, Dave said me. So before I address both you and John and Dave, who else? Who else has some feedback here that can help? I got some, brother. Let me hear you. I think a lot of mine is kind of like what what, what Brother Darrell said, and it's kind of like I'm still getting the mindset to even feel the worthiness of what's happening. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to get the mindset to. I be I, the first time I met you said the auto suggestion, and that what that I'm I'm starting to overcome that to where I feel like okay, the things that are being taught to me, I can do them. I'm I'm at that spot. Yeah. Like you know what? I can do this. When I hear them saying. I can do this. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm at that point of, that's kind of why sometimes I put my toe in, I take my toe out. Cause it's like, okay, but now I'm better. I think my foot is in there now. I think I'm past the toe and I put my foot in because now I'm like, okay, I can't do what I'm being taught. I'm not just getting, I don't want to just get information. So I'm now I'm getting to the point where I can do the things that I'm hearing, the things I'm being taught. I can do. That's where I am. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Michelle G, I just read your comment in chat, and if you can unmute your mic, but your comment in chat, that's not going to work for you, okay? That's not going to work for you, and you, you put yourself in alignment with the problems that they have. Let's see, if you, are you available to unmute your mic? Let me tell you all something. There is no difference between a nonprofit. The nonprofit does okay she can't unmute the mic so i'll address it and i want to help you at the same time your nonprofit is not different there is no such thing as a nonprofit. it is just a designation of government puts over it as far as the market is concerned it's a business and you have to do things in a business because it's in a market the mission and organization is not what markets your nonprofit. that's what tells people about your nonprofit, but you still have to convince someone they should buy from you or donate to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm talking to everybody. If if you're banking on your mission and and et cetera, you must still have lead magnets, have everything. Michelle, I'm going to make sure that Michelle G, I want you, Tempest, I want you to reach out to Michelle G. You probably already have. But I want you to give, I want you to analyze her nonprofit, give her some consultation because she is a fantastic person with the proper drive and she's always active. She's always active. So let's let's launch, let's get her nonprofit off the ground here in the next 48 hours. Okay. So I just said that on the recording line, Michelle. Go to Tempest, inbox her, get that started. She'll set up a time. She's got a few clients she's got to talk to between the hours of 2 to 11, but she's going to bless you significantly significantly when you do. Now, I've got enough information to know that 25% of this audience don't even know where to start. It's probably more. Now, we were telling you 
where to start by telling you what it is. Go ahead, Pam Norris. And then John Lewinsky next. Right. My question is, like, let's say the email newsletter, and maybe you already have done this and I just haven't found it online. Have you, like, put together, if we wanted to do an email newsletter, has, like, Deanna's done a program or you've done a program where we can say, okay, here's how to do an email newsletter where we could then learn how to do that, the, the, the mechanics, or the link of something you want us to read that'll walk us through the mechanics of doing that? Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What I want you to do is, this is what I want you to do. I want you to, do you have an email address that you don't necessarily care about or you can donate to something? No, I but you I have an email. Yes, I need you to. Well, let's do it. Let's see if we can do it now, but we'll, we'll see. I want you to click on the link I'm getting ready to show you in chat right now. Okay. All I did was type in Facebook, get my free ebook. I don't even know this guy, okay? I have no idea who Coach MD is, but he's got blue check next to his name. Apparently, he's on TV somewhere. Okay. All right. Now, Coach MD. Has a, he's a verified user, 766,000 likes, extremely active page. I want you to click on this ebook link real quick. I sent you to Facebook. I want you to click on the link. Now I want you to put right. in your least, I want you to put in your least favorite email. Some of you have access to, not the one that you'll be mad you'll get emailed at. Because once you get the ebook, you're going to get inside of his funnel. And that's what I'm about to teach you. I want you to dedicate an email to get inside the funnels. If you are listening to me, it would be a great blessing to you to listen to me talk to Pam Norris. Now, here's what's going to happen. While I'm talking, she's going to be... Actually, hold on, Pam. Don't even do it. it yet. Yeah, I did it. Okay, okay. You did it? Okay, that was fast. Uh -huh. Now, how hard was it to get that ebook? Oh, not hard at all. Exactly. Step number one, don't make your ebook or lead magnet hard. Somebody should be writing this in the chat. John Calloway, I'm now telling you how to get started. Coach D, I'm giving you the confidence. Don't make, don't make anything that you're trying to give away for free hard. It probably on access for first name and email. I'm pretty sure it didn't ask her for anything much. Hey, don't make it hard to give away. Here's what I want all of you. If you want to get out your situation, and I'm, I'm coming to you next, John. In fact, let, let me take you real quick, John. Let me, let me hear from you real quick. John Nowinski. Okay, I'll wait till he's ready. Now, or maybe he was raising his hand. Maybe that's what it was. Let's see if we can do it this way. You're not lunched in. But you're like Daryl, and you know exactly what to do. But then once you get it done, then all the suggestions start kicking in. That's also like Liddell. Or you ain't even launched yet, like John C. And that was Dave that said that. Okay, you ain't even launched yet. I'm answering both of you right now, okay, both sets of you. You know what to do, but eh. Or I ain't even launched yet. I'm answering you both right now. Pam Norris, this is what yes. you're going to do. Mm -hmm. That email you're now using until you change it, that's your sales funnel email. That means every time somebody in your field offers something away for free, you're going you're gonna to give them that email. 
Got it. Here's what I want you to do. Pay attention, Daryl. And who is the other person? Like, and Liddell. They just emailed her a welcome or a thank you email as soon as she signed up. Mm-hmm. I want you to copy and paste that thank you email. That's now the first email you're going to send out. You're just going to change the information. Now, what I just, let me back up a little bit. I just taught you how to get started twice. I taught you how to get started by signing up. And I also taught you how to get started by the moment you put your information where theirs is, you're started in your own business. I'll repeat it. I just taught you how to get started initially for you moving forward. But then now moving your business forward, their welcome email is now your welcome email. And if they're anything like me and Tempest, you got three emails getting ready to come out. You got two that's about to come out back to back and six hours later, there's another one. Here's how it's probably going to work out. Here, thank you, Pam. Here is this great stuff you got it. In case you missed some links, they're right here. Don't worry about staying on the website. Just come back to this email if you ever get lost. Mm-hmm. Second email that also went out at the same time was, hi, Pam. My name is Antonio, and I am very happy that you're here. Here's what's going to happen next. I'm preparing you to know I'm about to email you every day. I don't need you unsubscribing, and I ain't spam. Okay? Here's what happens next. I'm going to send you some tips every day to make your life better. I promise you, all they are adding value. This is what we're going to do. And, of course, at the very bottom of those emails, I'm going to have an offer. Whatever they have an offer at, Pam Norris, you're going to have an offer. Okay. Whatever they said, you're going to say, this is completely legal. Got this it. is why I asked her, I need you to go find an email you don't really care about. Yes. Now, watch this. What's going to happen is every time she see a free product, she's going to put in that email. You're going to get that product. You know why? Because that product is tied to a sales funnel. And instead of you paying $15 million to learn how to do a sales funnel, you're going to learn by being inside of one or 10 uh, or 100 yes. or 100. Got it, got it, got it. And I'm going to pause right here real quick. I got plenty more to say about getting started, but who did I just help? Or who needs a question? Okay. That's your game. But they'll say, I get what you're saying. They'll say he got it. What about you, John C? John Calloway? Now, while while we wait on him to come in, I I want you to understand. You got it? Good. Now, watch this here. I can't talk right now. You ain't got to talk. Just keep dropping in chat. I appreciate you. Now, I just want you to pay attention to this. This works even if you don't have a product. Let me tell you why it works. It works because the more you see what they're doing, your product is going to come to you. And now you're not just going to get your product or an idea for your product. You also got your emails to send out when people get your product. That's what you're really scared of. You're not scared of moving forward. You're scared of moving forward incorrectly. It's not the moving forward that got you scared. You've grown. You've been moving forward for 30-something years, 40-something, 50 years. It's moving forward incorrectly. 
At this point, you too old to lose again. Come on. Yeah, that's what it is. That's why we're asking for feedback so we can tell it to you. Yeah, it's 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 not you scared. It's damn, I'm tired of taking losses. Let's keep it real. I'm 43 now. I'm tired of losing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Get let me get one good win real quick. All right, we got the win right here. Yes. There it is. Now every time they email you, I want you to create a folder in your email. Let's call the folder sales funnels. Denise Hill, you've been trying to learn how to master sales funnels for a few years now. This is it. And don't be afraid to spend money. Sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta spend ten dollars to get in that funnel. But if it's a product that matches, pay attention, if it's a product that matches your field with someone who's a leader in your field, you better pay for that product to get in there. Because if you got to pay to get in there, that's an advanced sale funnel. And you want that info. You understand? You want to know what Grant Cardone is doing that you ain't doing. Let's give me one of them famous chefs on TV. I want to be cussing everybody out. Yeah, what's his name? He can cook too, though. Yeah, he can. He, he, he yeah, you know his name. Chef Ramsey. Chef, Chef Ramsey. Ramsey. You want to be in Chef Ramsey's cell funnel. He do, he, he's doing something mm -hmm. you're not doing. And how you... Now, once you get in the sales funnel, you take everything they do. It's not copyrighted. You can't copyright it. You understand? Mm -hmm. Because it's a sales funnel. It, to copyright a sales funnel is to say I'm copywriting how I'm teaching math today. Mm -hmm. First grade math is still first grade math. I may be able to copyright my curriculum, but I can't copyright the weeks I'm teaching it. Just the words. Because once I get to the weeks and say week one, addition, week two, subtraction, that ain't copyrightable no more. <laughs> They've been doing addition and subtraction since before the Pythagorean Pythagorean theory was out. In Egypt, they was breaking. They had to invent the zero just to do numbers. Oh man, look! I can tell you if if I had a, if it was a different crowd, I'd tell you who those Egyptians were. But I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> I ain't got that crowd. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying now this solves the problem of moving forward it also solves the problem of getting started because now you're just tracing the line how many of you can draw a real good picture if you get to trace it you just trace it now now somebody like me then put some stuff out there. Now you get to trace their line. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Trace. Don't create. Trace. Now, let me answer questions you ain't even been asking yet. Pam Norris, I'm, you're, 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 you're the muse here. Okay. So you get to write everything down, and they learn it from you. You're going to join 25 of those funnels. Okay. And you're going to do, do it in less than 30 days. Okay. I'm doing 25 of those funnels, less than 30 days. This time, instead of you just typing get an ebook, this time you want to do it across your product. Okay. 
and get as close to your product as possible. Now, somebody type, type this in the chat for me. Everything I'm saying, type in the chat. Because you got people like Dave, he's driving, and I want to be able to go back in the video and copy and paste the chat. You feel me? So someone sacrifice for your teammates and type in chat. It, 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 anyone who can do so. One of you administrative folk that can type in chat and still pay attention at the same time. You know who you are. It ain't me. It ain't me. It ain't gonna never be me. That's what, that's what Tempest is for. Or D got it good. Okay. Now, I'm gonna bless all of you from Denise Hill to everybody. Go now in your field, you're gonna do 25 people. If it's Denise, you're gonna do 25 podcasters, 25 radio hosts, or, and that's, that's not really fair, but radio hosts is so much of a minimal term for what they actually do. It, it, but I'm just, I'm, for illustration purposes, say radio hosts, they do so much more. They're community advocates. They, they are, in some cases, sound engineers. They're PR for their, their radio stations. They, you know, they're, they're commander in chief of that, that hour they're on radio. There's so much more, but I don't, I don't mean to minimize it, but just for this illustration. You're going to find them. If you don't know, Denise, I hope you can write down. I'm going to give you some you should be following. I want you to go into iTunes. I want you to type down Gimlet Media. This is for you, Denise. And if you're not doing this, G-I-M-L-E-T, Gimlet Media. Let me tell you about Gimlet Media. They got 16 podcasts. Good job, Denise. I swear this is for you. Uh, 16 podcasts. That's not how it started. Years ago, I had me and Tim listen to one. The first one was called Startup, Starting a Startup. How to Start a Startup. But anyway, here's the point. This guy came from one of the uh, biggest radio stations in the world. It's American something. Anyway, you, you'll know it when you, when, when you see. He probably was probably on the, pull up GimletMedia.com or something. And Find, just find it out. Just find a website, and then we'll put it in there. We'll see. We'll see. But he comes from like American News, one of the big ones, like NPR, something like that. And he finds out about this podcasting world, Denise, and he says, "Wow, I bet you with my gifts, I can really take over podcasting." And he goes to venture capitalists. I knew he was going to find it. Let me click it real quick. He goes to venture the capitalist, and he does his pitch. Now, to date, I'm on, the website's in the chat right now. They've got, I'm looking at, look at all these shows from this one guy, but he hires and they're professionally done like, like your show, like your radio show, professionally done. Professional sound effects, high quality audio, it's crazy. They tell scary stories now and he comes from like NPR. Here's what he did. What he did was he took all Denise Hill gifts and took them to podcast. See, I can't, my podcast would never sound like Denise's. They can't. I ain't been doing this for 25 years like her. My podcasts have a different feel, and they must have a different feel. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. She can come in there with, she knows people. She knows sound engineers and sound effects people. Yeah. Denise, I want you to follow them and everything they're doing. I want you to go sign up for it. This is right in your field. He's got, to my knowledge, 16 podcasts. All of them are monetized and all of them are top ranked on iTunes. All of them are top ranked. Not some of them. All of them. 
There it is, my girl. She said, done. Here's another one. Serial podcast. It's the number one podcast in the world. Serial podcast. It's got a website. Go find a website. Put it in the chat. Serial podcast. As of three years ago, Tim is the one who got me into it, had four million subscribers. Serial podcast is right up Denise Alley again. Season three. They take a case. Uh, I don't know if you have, if you got Netflix and you saw this, the, the uh, what was it? Uh, how to murder? How to attempt to murder? No, I wouldn't have to get away with murder. It was a guy that, it was a Netflix original, and they followed his case. They followed his case. It, was, it, went, it went crazy popular. It was like Bird Box. It went, uh, let me look it up real quick. Let me look it up real quick. This this is too important, and I want to give Denise and anybody like her as much as much as it can. That might be it. No, it was it was a guy that had a crazy case in the '80s. Tempest, if you there, I know you know it. It was a crazy case in the '80s, and they did the documentary on it, and it went crazy over Netflix. It was like Bird Box. But inside of my series, kids, home, this is the Netflix original. Let me type in Netflix original real quick. This is important. And anyway, I'll feel like Perfect Murder or something like that. Can't remember it. Perfect Murder. Now, nah, I wouldn't interview with Silicon because that, that's, the one, that's another one. This is a Netflix original. But no, I wouldn't tell you, but you'll, keep, you, you'll, you'll find it over. Anyway, he. They followed him. Serial does the same thing. Serial followed a case for 13 episodes or for a whole season. It was all fact, but then what they would do is they'd say, okay, catch us next week to find out what happens next. Pay attention. That's how daytime drama got so popular. Mm-hmm. Catch us next week for what happens next. 30-minute episodes. And it would be a reporter that would be interviewing the person. And then they would show the actual movie from, you know, do you hear the actual person talking and stuff? Denise can do this kind of stuff. You know why Denise can do it? Because she knows these people. She knows these connections. Maybe it's not about murder. Maybe she interviewed Kirk Franklin. She got a selfie with the man. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's how you do it. It's It's that simple. This is how you do it. You don't waste time. This is how you get started. Now, if, what Denise Hill is going to do... Can I just... Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's hilarious because, um, you know, first, as a, as a media person for so many years, I fought the podcast thing for a long time. Mm. Um, just stuck in my traditional mindset. You know, it's an ego thing. But finally jumped in, and then I was stuck trying to figure out, okay, so what am I going to do? Um, and... and uh, effort in an effort to to get unstuck um, because I Mm. couldn't create I couldn't figure out what new content to create I said well I got 30 years worth of interviews with all these people I'm just going to and I just produced just released a book about stories in my radio career and everything so let me just tell the stories and then play the interviews afterwards and that'll just be I I literally frankly was the first one I put Fred Hammond I just released one about from with Colton Pearson, who's super controversial, and Ben Tank, and a couple of other mm-hmm. ones. It's only been like a month, 
it's been getting great response. And I, I, I really thought it was just, I'm just going to throw this out there just to get something done. And you mm -hmm. just gave me confirmation that that was the right move. You so in the vibration. Yeah, you in the vibration of all successful, the most successful podcast in the world right now. Because we want to, because we're tired of TV. And if you do the rise of Kurt Franklin and say stuff that you only know and then food around and have him talk back to you, and you could do that. Just, hey, man, call my conference call real quick, you know, for 30 minutes. Hey, remember this here? Oh, yeah, I remember that. And then play the interview afterwards, but you don't make it one episode. You have 15-minute episodes to go, okay, everybody, here's what happens next. It's funny. Kurt, let me give you an example. Kurt, do you remember when we was at the pool party and you dropped your phone in the pool? All right, everybody, you got to listen next week to how Kirk responds to this. It's hilarious. That's it. And nobody can do that better than Denise. She's got the 30 years, I said 25 years. She's got the 30 years experience in all these radio interviews. And guess what that is? Remember that Wren score? Yeah. That's value. Yeah. It's rare because only she has it. Mm -hmm. It cannot be replaced whatsoever. And you can't substitute it nowhere. By definition, Denise, if you do that, by definition, you will go viral. You have to. That's the viral formula. It's a value over eight. Mm -hmm. It's rare. Mm -hmm. It's inimitable. I can't replace it. I can't say, let me just go listen to Antonio's podcast and get the same thing. No, you can't. That would have Kurt Franklin. I saw him on Oprah one time. Not I was at, at Oprah. I just saw him on Oprah through my TV. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sunday's best through my TV. I wouldn't know. You know what I'm saying? But she got selfies with young Kirk Franklin. You do all that great stuff. Let me hear from you, John Winston. Just wanted to follow up. Uh, if you remember, I, I talked about uh, being thrown on that post with all those other ladies and I reached out and I said, why are you including me? And she said, you know, brother, you're considered one of our sisters. So I got thinking more about that. So I reached back out to her and I said, and she does actually does a podcast and she does a lot of helping young, uh, ladies become better entrepreneurs and stuff like that. And I said, well, I do web stuff. And I thought, why not tap into her audience? And, I'm, and we're gonna do a series of podcasts and I, we're still talking about it, but I'm thinking the first one's actually gonna be dusting off your website and finishing it and being able to use, utilize and selling my services to help all her audience take their business websites to the next level and then just build maybe another show, you know, after that. So maybe a couple shows of where I can showcase what I do and being able to be actually now one of the sisters. So that's kind of yeah. I'm going in. It's going to be a viral direction because you're going to add value. You're going to be rare as you're the only man among sisters and no one can replace that. And it's done substitutional. They can't take you out and put another man there because that man can't qualify. 
Now, the show I, and, I was and, talking about is co- mm-hmm. and, and I'm not only the brother, but I'm the white brother because most of them are soul <laughs> sisters. So this is going to be very Oh, you important. didn't mention that. Oh, you never mentioned that. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, you in? Oh, can we don't let we don't let people in. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You in? Oh, okay then. Yeah. Okay, you meant sister with an A. Okay. All right then. <laughs> Good. Nothing wrong with that. Good. Congratulations, twice then. That's even bigger. The show I was talking about was making a murder. I couldn't think about it to save my life. Making a murderer. Look at these scores. Look at the Rotten Apples and Rotten Tomato scores. 84. Mm-hmm. Check this out. 94% of Google users like this show. But look, it's a Netflix original. They changed the game with this. It's a Netflix original. This is a real dude, Stephen Avery. This is a real case. All they did, Denise, was reshoot this man's case and go interview the family. And I don't want to say all it is and diminishing it, but you know, they took content that was already out there, a true story. And it's old enough to where we can't remember what's going on. And if you're old enough to, to remember what's going on, you're like, man, I can't wait to see the behind the scenes stuff for what I already knew about. I want to show you something. I'm going to move it over here real quick. Here is the official site. Actually, no, let me, let me not show you that. I want to show you how this was received. It's it's crazy. Look at anyway. If you if you just look at I mean this went viral. This went crazy. This went crazy over Netflix. This was like you know how everybody was on the Bird Box Challenge. Yeah. I'm telling you, making a murderer went all the way crazy. I can't even. <laughs> The people that were close to Steve knew just always happy, happy, happy. Always wanted to make other people laugh. <laughs> they didn't dress like everybody else. They didn't have education like other people. The Avery family didn't fit into the community. Stevie did do a lot of stupid things, but he always owned up to everything he did wrong. I'm doing a, a good life. But all the trouble started. That's him in jail, by the way, talking. That's why you're on the phone. Penny Bernstein was everything that Stephen wasn't. So just think of the two of them side by side. There was no real investigation done by the sheriff's department. The sheriff told the DA not to screw this case up. He wanted Avery convicted of this crime. There isn't one iota of physical evidence in this case that connects Stephen Avery to it. In fact, the sheriff was told by the police, you have the wrong guy. Stephen Avery spent 18 years in prison for something he didn't do. 18 years? 18 years. DNA had come through indicating that he had not committed the crime. Law enforcement officers realized that they had screwed up big time. We were getting ready to bring a lawsuit. $36 million. Manitowoc County itself and the sheriff and the DA would be on the hook for those damages. They're not handing that kind of money over to Steve Avery. I did tell him, be careful. They're not even close to being finished with you. Do we have a body or anything yet? I don't believe so. We have Stephen Avery and Dr. Vito. Are you kidding me? The 
disappearance of Teresa Halbach remains a mystery. Sir Avery's blood is hung inside of Teresa Halbach's vehicle. Hey, everybody, trust me. What do you want to say today? That ain't interesting. Okay. Denise could do a whole podcast like that. Now, what I just said to Pam, what I just said to Denise, applies to everybody. You got 30 years experience as something, and you now know how to get started. You put yourself in other people's funnels. You take everything. They're going to they're gonna email you. They're going to do a 21-day challenge, a 30-day challenge. Guess what? That's your 30-day challenge, Daryl. Now, you ain't going to do no 30-day challenge on how to smell flowers, but you know that you can email one out a day. You're going to take the flow of their 30 days, their email. They won. You're going to put your title. You're going to say, oh, they bolded it big. How many of you, here's what's stopping some of you, not being able to do a 30-day challenge. You just don't know if you should bold the title italicize it, like that little bitty stuff, let's see there, like that little bitty stuff is what's stopping you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like it's not even, it's, uh. yeah. but now they give you the information. Let me let Darren talk real quick because he got some good you Now you're right, you're right on the money because when John and I were talking as he put my incredible uh, lead magnet page up, uh, if you'll talk to him, he'll tell you, I was telling him what I needed to do. Well, we need to do this. I know ostensibly how to do this. <laughs> then when I get off the phone with him, I'm literally stuck because I start to say, okay, well, how do I send the first letter? How does this supposed to look? What's the graphics on it? All these different things that I become so frustrated that I put it down. You know, and I still get there people inboxing me, where's the recipe book there? Where's this? And I'm like, man, leave me alone. I'm not a damn recipe. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's not because it. I don't want to do the book. It's because yep. it's just the comfort and confidence level, which this helps a lot. But now doing it and fi well, finding time to do it is, is what's what's uh, the key to it now for me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That that right there, I, I, can't, I can't help with that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that might be help you use the restroom. Like, nah, it's a one man job, right? Yeah. <laughs> you you, you got to do that with yourself. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, y'all get it. You can start. This is this is content. So we was explaining some content for you. Now you can. In fact, I will post a link out here that that will take care of. Deanna, post the link. Um, get somebody's 40 examples of content marketing and post a link or just some content marketing, post a link. That way they can read about the content marketing themselves. But here you go. 
this is where you're now getting ready to get started by this information. Go ahead, John Lewinsky. And, and that to me is I, I kind of get locked down into the minute details, but by this other person reaching out to me and saying that, hey, you're one of us and having that faith in what I can do and what I'll be able to do for her as well as the others is unlocking that block for me of having someone else going, hey, I see what you can do. Bring it on. We need it. Quit. You know, we can't wait for you. We need you now. So it's really, sometimes that's what it takes is just that other person saying, no, you're awesome. Just roll with it. Bring it on. That'll, that'll unlock that lock that you've got. Yeah, it's good stuff. You're right. So let me spend the next few minutes telling all y'all what I just told Pam Norris, what I just told Denise. Go find 25 people in your field. Join their funnels. Be honest with y'all, you having massive funnels because you refuse to get in them. You say stuff like, oh, I'm not going to do all that, man. They don't have to be emailing me. You actually didn't say that to me, not everybody. <laughs> That's what y'all say. I don't have to be an email messing up my email. I want to have all this stuff in my email. Yes, you do. Just not in your main email. So here's your cheat sheet. Your cheat sheet that you choose to accept. Go join 25 funnels today. I gave you 30 days. You can do that today. Join, spend an hour and join 25 funnels. Use the email that works out for you. If you got your own service, do what I did. I just made up an email just for this. And what you do, look at their funnels. And they're gonna they're gonna write your welcome page. Denise, they're gonna write your thank you page. They're gonna write your I'm the president page. And they're gonna show you where to put your offers at. Because <clears throat> every email will have a little offer. They're going to show you how to upsell your other products. And then some funds are going to be more superior to others. And you're just going to merge them all together. Is y'all ready for this? If you don't have the money, <clears throat> I feel somebody in you. If you don't have the money to get started and have a massive sales funnels, join them. Stop spending time on webinars for somebody. You know they're going to upsell you. You know, doggone well, this webinar is going to tell you this and that so you can upsell. Unless it's a real person, somebody real. So, all right, now. Look at that. Michelle just passed this out to me right in my hand. 60 more to go. You out there passing out fly. Y'all see that? Well, there you go. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. She passed on Antonio running for president slide, in which I am. But here's a good question. Why ain't spending 50, 50 minutes telling y'all about how I'm running for president every time we get on the call? Ain't got to. I'm master sales funnels. Y'all seen the commercial today? 
Pam Norris, you saw the one with Grace yesterday. Did you see the commercial today? Yep. How you muted? The one with Deanna going in and out of the store? Uh-huh. I loved it. Girl. It's a sales photo. All those oodles and noodles. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, that's why we got to have him put good food in the, in the corner store for us, because we can't live on oodles and noodles. I saw that. There it is. <laughs> get them corner stores out of our neighborhood, taking our wealth, but won't won't put much wealth into the neighborhood though. Yeah, that that was that's that's the first step. But you know, anyway, don't get me started. <laughs> the point is, I don't have to dominate time and take time from teaching you because I'm running for president. You know what I'm saying? Because I've mastered these skills. Like right now, it's out. There. It's enough out. There. It's enough out there right now. So I ain't even got to do nothing. I ain't got to do nothing. And that's the same way Denise going to be. Denise got 30 years, y'all. And she ain't got 30 years on no small radio station in some small market. She out there with basketball and football teams at. She will all roads lead to Rome. People come to America and die just to go see where she at. And I gave her two resources, Gimlet Media. Gimlet's going to be the holy grail, Denise. That's the holy grail. Gimlet's going to be it. Gimlet's going to be your holy grail, Denise. You're going to learn so much from Gimlet. And I strongly suggest you subscribe to, in fact, I'll find it for you. Because I know you don't have an iPhone, so I'll find it for you. Stitcher. Uh, how to start. No, 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 no. Stitcher. Gimlet Media. Startup is what it was called. Startup. Boom. Wasn't how to start a startup. There it is right here. Denise, I'm putting in your, I mean, in this chat right now. And if any of y'all, in fact, I'll, I'll hook all y'all up. This podcast talk, I only listen to the first season. He switched focus on the second season. I ain't like that. Mm-hmm. Like, don't change on me. I don't like changing. But he followed, it was pretty good, though. He followed some, 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 some young women. I strongly suggest iTunes, Gimlet, Media, Startup. I strongly suggest the fact I'm not even gonna let nothing else be said after this, after I say this here. Diana, you got anything you wanna say? She ain't got nothing she wanna say. <laughs> this podcast has seven thousand ratings. I strongly suggest one is for iTunes, one is for Apple. Excuse me. One is for Android, one is for Apple. You got Stitcher and Apple. And gave you both devices. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Microsoft did. Okay. I strongly suggest you, it's like 13 episodes in the first season. Denise, if don't nobody else do this, I want you to listen to his production. He keeps his mic with him and he records the private conversations with permission. And then you see him go to a venture capitalist and get smashed. And then he's got all this high production and it's crazy. You'll tell, you'll be able to tell. It's crazy. You hear him talk with his wife. He leaves big radio to go start this here. And of course, he was right because all the people, all the stuff that he got. 
And by the end, you'll hear millions of dollars in the bank account. I strongly suggest you listen to the first season. What you do after that is on you. I strongly suggest you listen to the first season. John Calloway, I strongly suggest you listen to the first season. Dave, I strongly suggest you listen to the first season. It will tell you how to have a product out of no, no product. Denise would like some feedback on her podcast, too. Hey, drop it on this here. Post the links here, Denise, and I'll help you out because I'll actually follow your podcast. I know it's on SoundCloud. Denise Hill. Uh, let's see. We're gonna, it's called the Denise Hill Experience. I may beat her to it because, I don't know. This is Denise Hill link to her podcast. I actually listened, I was actually listening to it the other day. That's her part. Of course, you can find it on iTunes and all that stuff like that. I listen to hers on SoundCloud. Oh, I got your back. Don't worry about it. I got your back. She said thank you. That's her link right there. That's her link. Please give her some feedback. It's right there. You see it? Last thing, and it's only in repetition. Only in repetition. This time, I'm going to share my screen to press my point. Gimlet iTunes, Startup. Everybody see this? Gimlet, iTunes, Startup. Everybody got that? All right, let me try to make this work. Give me a second. I'm not going to go over, just give me a second. I'll go over more than two minutes. This is for you, Denise. I'm, I'm literally thinking about you doing this, but, but you apply to so many people. This is the podcast. First off, make sure your graphic looks really good small when you do a podcast, okay? I want to show you something. Gimlet Media. If you ever want to know why Antonio does it the way he does, because I followed Gimlet Media, and I was like, man, this guy is amazing, and he's just that just makes sense. Denise. This all this podcast, Denise. Denise, oh my God, please pay attention. Look at it. Not, well, not those. All the way to this point right here. Right here. Motherhood sessions. That's not him. He hires people to do podcasts. Okay? It all started with this one. Right here. And I said, man, now, when he got the three podcasts, no, two podcasts, I said, that's a great idea. And then this is what I did, Denise. Before he got to all these podcasts, I said, boy, you so smart. And that's what I did, y'all. All these are my podcasts. This whole top row, these two right here. The rest of these are just major podcasts I've been on. Plus more, but if you do your show notes right, major podcast I've been on. What's my point? My point is simple. That's how you get started. That answers your question. That's the content marketing. That's the solution for John Calloway. That's the solution for Dow. That's the solution for John Nowinski. All of you, that's your solution. Got me? Antonio T. Smith Jr., <laughs> you can't plan better. You can dominate. Thank you all. I appreciate you. We'll see you tomorrow, and we'll have lots of news for you tomorrow as well. All right, everybody.